Please pray with me three times. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we ask for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit this day so that we may apply the gospel to our lives to live from our why. Our why should be that your Son died for our sins and we have to live out of that reality by treating others better than we deserve to be treated. We ask all this in the most holy and sacred name of Jesus, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. When it comes to Christianity, it's a really easy idea. But Christianity as a way of life is incredibly difficult. Because how many of us gathered here today know in our hearts through experience how much Jesus loves us by spending time with him in his passion? where he was scourged, whipped, and beaten for our sins, and where he was mocked and made fun of, he was ridiculed for our sins. And how many of us, of us have experienced and encountered Jesus loving us from the cross every day because he died for our sins? Often, we just have to be honest, we do not get it. We don't get it. And I'm guilty of that too. We don't understand the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus And instead of asking questions to help us understand, we might pretend that we understand by being silent and just nodding our heads. Or we might even live in fear of asking Jesus how much he loves us from the cross and how much he loves us in the resurrection. And I would argue, when we live in fear of asking Jesus those big questions about how much he loves us, we avoid asking just the basic questions of life. Is there a God? Why am I here? Where did I come from? Where am I going? Why did exactly Jesus die for me? And what did it mean for the Father to send his only Son for me? And I think a lot of us struggle with this one. Can Jesus really love someone like me? When we don't ask those questions, those important questions, and we live in fear of asking just those basic questions of life, and we don't seek understanding, we tend to live in fear. And we live in fear of asking Jesus to save us from whatever personal hell or personal darkness that we might be going through or somebody you know might be going through. And that's why it's so important that we learn to live out of our why. And our why can't be, I'm a good person, so I'm going to heaven. That is not what it means to be a Christian. To be a Christian is because of Jesus who loves me, and I can say what happened in, that, in, that, in his passion on the cross, because he loved me and died for me, how can I not treat others better? How can I not do what you hear in the gospel, seek to serve and not be served? How can I not seek to be last instead of being first? And when Jesus just told his disciples in our gospel today that he was going to die and be handed over, but on the third day he will rise from the dead, they didn't get it. They didn't understand And they were afraid of asking him questions. So what do they do? They start talking about who is the greatest. And sometimes people say to me, well, Father, you know, the the Gospels, they just don't speak to me on Sunday. It's not relevant. Well, let's put that theory to the test, shall we? Because we argue about all sorts of different things about what is better or who is better or worse. So I made a list. I went on Facebook and asked people. I started to listen People on Facebook and Instagram told me some things that 
we think are better or worse. Now I would say sometimes it's just as simple as, is it better to rest this weekend or is it better to do some work? And sometimes it's just we argue about what is better for ice cream, chocolate or vanilla? Or for a lot of us, we argue, no, 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 it's a water fountain. Or where I'm from, it's a, it's a bubbler. It's a literal thing. Or for when you get up in the morning, is it coffee? Is coffee better for you? Or is tea better for you? A lot of people argue over what are, what are better, cats or dogs. I'm a dog person. For those of you who watch Sesame Street, I used to argue over this all the time. Sesame Street, who is better, Bert or Ernie? What is your favorite season? Do you argue over this? No, 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 it's winter. No, it's summer. Spring or fall. How about our people who, in here who like sci-fi movies? Are you a Star Wars fan or are you a Star Trek fan? For those of you who watch TV at 6 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. every night of the week, are you a Wheel of Fortune fan or are you a Jeopardy fan? And do you argue about that? How about for superhero fans? There's different comic, comics. There's Marvel comics and there's DC. And people argue over these things, what's better and what's worse. And we even talk about arguing about what's better, how you pronounce the word bag. Is it bag or is it bag or is it bag? How about toilet seats? Let's go there. Are you a family where your toilet seat is up or down? Do you argue about which is the better way of putting your toilet seat up or down? How about toilet paper? Let's go there too. Are you a person who likes to argue and, and say it's better to have a toilet paper come from the top or come out from the bottom? How about your, your, your silverware at, at your house? Do you like, do you like to have your, your silverware facing up or all of it facing down? And have you, have you ever had an argument about what is be- a better way of doing that? How about your dishwasher? Do you like to put the silverware facing up or facing down? I, for my whole life, I thought it was facing down, but I just lo- realized recently I think it's supposed to be facing up. How about when you wake up in the morning? Is it get up out of bed, that's a better way to go, or hit the snooze button ten times? How about going to Mass? Is it better to go to Mass or to sleep in? How about at Mass? Are you a fan of incense or is incense the worst? How about receiving communion? Is it better to receive communion on your hand or on your tongue? How about just engaging in life? Is it better to listen or to ignore? How about that death to self that we all need to do? Is it better to have family time or me time? How about elections? Is it better to vote or not to vote? Do you argue about that? And our education system is, is public education better or is private education better? For me, I like to look at my sandals every morning and I argue, should I wear chakras or Birkenstocks? And when I wear those sandals, kids all the time tell me which are better. How about the Packers or the Bears? That's an argument that happens often. And let's go back to last weekend. Was it really roughing the passer or was it not roughing the passer? How about quarterbacks for the Packers? Who is the best quarterback for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre? I know somebody out there thinks it's Bart Starr. Let's go to cars. We argue about cars all the time. What's better, Ford or Chevy? And if you have a truck, is it better to have a V6 or a V8? And we argue about sports, baseball. Who's better, the Brewers or the Cubs? How about beer? Miller Lite or Bud Light? And drinking anything. How about for milk? 1% or 2%? If you drink skim, it's not real milk. Ask anybody. How about our cell phones? We argue about cell phones a lot. What's better, Apple or Android? Apple or Android? What about, what about when it comes to your political views? Is it better to be a Democrat or Republican or to be conservative or liberal? 
Let's look at our president. Everyone seems to hate him. Is it better to be pro-Trump or anti-Trump or pro-wall or anti-wall? How about your sport, what you wear for sports? Is, it better, is Nike better or is Under Armour better? How about farmers, your equipment? Is it better to have John Deere equipment or Caterpillar equipment? How about when it comes to life issues, when we're, so, we're supposed to be involved in social justice, is it better to be pro-life or pro-choice, pro-death penalty or not pro-death penalty? How about soda? Is it soda or is it pop? People argue over all sorts of things. How about seeking help? Is it better to remain in that personal prison or even physically go to prison or is it better just to ask for help? Is it better to do what's easy or to do what's right? How about Twizzlers? Are Twizzlers better or are Red Vines better? Or are you like my dad and you like black licorice? I don't know. It's just crazy. Let's go to underwear, huh? Shall we? How about boxers or briefs? That seems to be an argument I look at every time I go to Walmart. Not really. How about what kids argue about? Who's better, boys or girls? Obviously, we know boys are superior. Just science. Just kidding. Um, actually, if you read the Bible in the book of Genesis, the last thing God created was woman. So guys, we're out on that one. God is better than us. How about when it comes to watching movies, Netflix or Hulu? Or for clothing, for our farming clothing, are Dickies better or are Carhartt clothes better? How about for our man malls? Is it, is it Fleet Farm, Menards, Bass Pro Shop, Cabela's? Or how do we listen to our music? Is it better to have Pandora or to listen to music on Spotify? For anybody who is paying attention to trends, is it better to have facial hair or is it better to be clean shaven? Is it better to be an introvert or an extrovert? Is it better to wear yoga pants or what I would call normal people pants? Is it better to go out or to stay in? For, for driving in the car, is it better to sit in the front seat or the back seat? And maybe you talk about this a lot with your spouse. Is it, better, is it better that we save or is it better that we spend? Is it better to be a Christian or to be an atheist? Is it better to listen and actually follow Jesus or just to listen? You see, my friends, we will argue many different things and strange things, but when it comes down to the meat and potatoes, the real important stuff in life, when it comes down to that really, really important stuff in life, we need to start arguing about how that cross affects our life, how the resurrection affects our life. Because as our gospel continues, they came down just after Jesus told us, and they went into the house. And that house is a symbol of your body. And Jesus is saying, I want to come in. Revelation 3.20, I am knocking at the door of your heart. And if you let me enter, I will come in and I will eat and dine with you. And he comes and he asks them, what were you talking about? And I think we have to ask ourselves, is our content of what we talk about, does it have anything to do with living out of the reality of what Jesus did for us on the cross? When he asked the disciples this question, they remained silent. And their silence reveals how they do not think as Jesus thinks. Because they got caught with their tail between their legs. And they have been discussing among themselves along the way who was the greatest. And that's what we do when we avoid the cross. And I experienced this as a priest when I was playing baseball this summer. I'd walk into the dugout and the conversation would change because Padre's here now. The question is, do we get it? Do we get it? Are we, are we allowing ourselves to be affected by the cross every day? Because last weekend, Peter definitely didn't get it. 
Jesus said, who do you say that I am? And he said, you are the Christ. Rightly so. But as soon as Jesus said, I have to go suffer for you and your sins, he said, he pulled him aside and started rebuking him. And Jesus looked at everyone and said, get behind me, Satan. And the disciples this week, they just don't listen to Jesus, who told them he was going to suffer and rise from the dead. But we must remember that Jesus didn't suffer so you and I didn't have to. Jesus suffered on the cross so he could show us how to suffer. We believe in redemptive suffering. If you pray, pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet, you should know what that's like to offer up your sufferings with Christ on the cross for the good of another. And when we want a Jesus without Jerusalem, we have to be honest, we don't want Jesus anymore. We want to avoid the difficult topics in life, like abortion, gay marriage, euthanasia, immigration. We want to avoid those things because we don't want to, we don't want to offend someone. I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. They might think I'm a bully. But you know who is really offensive to a lot of people? Jesus Christ. Extremely offensive. And when he sat down and called the twelve and said to them, If anyone wishes to be first, he shall be the last of all and the servant of all. And putting his arms around it, the child, he said to them, Whoever receives a child such as this in my name receives me, and whoever receives me, or receives not me, but the one who sent me. So what should we argue about? That's the question. What should we argue about? I would say the first thing is you have to know what is your why. Why do you do what you do? What makes you get out of bed when you hate the world? What makes you choose to be better rather than be bitter? What is your why? And our why, as Christians, has to become from what Jesus did for us on the cross. It can't be just because my mommy and daddy raised me this way. Ultimately, we have to deal with that reality that he would have died for you if you were the only person on earth because he loves you that much. And then we have to ask ourselves what we heard in the gospel today instead of walking out of here and just like not doing anything with the gospel. We have to ask ourselves, am I seeking to be first or am I seeking to be last? Am I seeking to be first or am I seeking to be last? And try it. It's extremely difficult. Last night, Father Matt and I were in the sacristy and he said, I left something in the office. And begrudgingly I said, I'll go get it. Because I have to seek to be last. I have to do what he said. Am I seeking to be served or to be served? We have to seek to serve right away. It should be like instantly. It's not, we need help. What do you need help with? It's, how can I help you? Because if we are not walking in accord with the scriptures, and we're not thinking, we're not thinking as a Christian thinks, and we think just going to Mass on Sunday is enough, we're missing something. We're missing something. So what makes someone a Christian that makes them not a Christian. Well, it's ultimately the cross, but it's surrendering daily to the power of the cross. It's getting on our knees daily and surrendering to the power of the cross and loving all others out of that reality and not judging them for their past and loving them as they are and trying to bring them to a better place. And when we get that right, when we get that right, we'll begin to argue about the right things. When we get that right, we will no longer remain silent when Jesus approaches us and comes into that house of our bodies and says, what were you arguing about on the way? What were you talking about? And hopefully we talk about, Jesus, what you did for me on the cross, I don't deserve that. But you love me anyways. And you give me new life. And you give me purpose. You give me hope. And I have to share that with others. I have to apply this principle of life because you take what the world offers and you flip it upside down. Or as I would say, right side up. So let us close in prayer. Jesus, help us accept your passion for each of us on the cross. 
Help us come to know through our personal experience that you love us beyond all measure without conditions. Please help us love others and not judge them. Please help us seek to serve and not be served. Please help us to see that when we suffer, you are giving us a portion of your cross to show us how much you love us. Please help us know our why. Please help us experience you and live out of the reality of the cross this week, this day, and every day for the rest of our lives. For we make this prayer in Jesus' most holy name. Amen.